If you told me that there is a difference between expectation and reality when I was younger, I probably would have felt so bad about the whole idea. Hmm. That's because I didn't know any better, but I would be very honest now if I were to hear that when I was a lot younger, that's exactly how I would feel. And so, we continue with us getting serious this time around. But before we say, oh, this is the one, let's talk about expectations and reality. So, go grab whatever it is you want to drink or eat while listening. Or just go and focus on whatever you're doing and put me in the background. It's fine. My name is Lee and this is Decapitated Thoughts. Yes, we should be talking about these things because they're important. The more that we don't talk about them, the more that we're stuck in ideas that may um, stunt our growth as people. And again, I'm not saying that this is the way to go, but these are just really ideas that can make you think, can challenge what you already know. Because once... Once our knowledge about something is challenged, once our understanding of something is challenged, it allows us to evolve, it allows us to take another form. Now, okay, see, I've been told that I like applying what I watch in real life. When I was a lot younger, I I guess that's right, and it's not what I watch, but rather what I read. And to me, When I was younger, that was fine because the most influential book in my life is The Alchemist. So if I would have to apply some of it in real life, I don't think it would be really bad because the goal and the point of the whole book is to turn lead into gold. You being the lead while reading the book and turning and evolving into gold as you end it through the help of The Alchemist. If you haven't read it yet, I'm not going to spoil anything. Go grab yourself a copy. I think it told one of the most romantic uh, love stories for me. No, it's not about you and the alchemist or the the main person in the alchemist. But yeah, it taught me a lot, which is really weird because most of the things that I already know are only making sense. Now, they made sense to me back then, but on a totally different level. But now, I think I'm finally learning what I have to learn from that book. That's not the point, though. So, I had been told that I like applying what I watch in real life. I don't know where that person got the idea. Uh, Maybe it... I, I always had... Um, a theory that it wasn't about me because that time when he kind of said that I was still very much in love with criminal minds and most of the thing that I like watching are documentaries about mummies about 
Egypt, about the Mayans, about the different uh, civilization in South America or in Europe. So I don't quite know how it is that I apply the things I watch in real life unless he was mummy or he wanted to be mummified if he was thinking about the pattern um, the the uh, yeah the behavioral uh, patterns that I learned from criminal minds I don't think that's bad because criminal minds is almost as close to reality as it can be. Of course, it would still have that TV magic. It's not, you know, the storytelling would still have to be there. But most of their procedures and whatnot are based on the real um, BAU. So, I don't know. Um, You tell me if I apply things in real life and I like Criminal Minds and documentaries at that time, uh, that might be a little bit of a deadly combination don't you think but I start with that story because we're talking about expectations versus reality and I think what that person was really getting at is that I had been unrealistic I would say at some point I did And at some point, I was just really not expecting anything. So I was between having an expectation and not having one. Well, I started having expectation. They slowly got killed. And I ended up not having any towards the end. Like what I said in the intro, when I was younger... All of these things wouldn't sit well with me. I would probably debate um, with you or with myself on a lot of different things that I'm about to tell you today. Alright, so let's first define what is is expectation and what is reality. We have a lot of memes about that. Like when you order something, you expect what you see on on the picture and then when it comes to you it's not it's even remotely looking like what what you saw online and I, i think it applies for the idea of online dating as well because sometimes we look different on the pictures that we upload on the dating apps and when they see us it's totally different so expectation and reality okay so what is an expectation an expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future or an expectation could be a belief that someone will or should achieve something or an expectation in the case of um, your dating apps it's somebody that you saw in the picture right and what is reality reality when you look at it would have a lot of different definition but what i saw that's really close to our definition is it is something that is perceived by the senses that's how you know it's real if that's how we define reality then reality 
would become relative or is relative. And it is related to what we experience. So we go to the disciple, was it Thomas? To see is to believe. Doubting Thomas, right? To see is to believe. So if I don't see it, it's not there. I think the idea also resounds in the corporate world where if it wasn't in an email, if it wasn't documented, then it didn't happen. And so that's the reason why anything that you have to do, whether you're just updating a little thing on on a document, you might want to track the changes or you might want to have um, a summary of changes so that people would be able to see what had changed, what had been updated. Because without those, then it probably, you know, the previous version never really existed. And what we have, what we see is is what's real. Alright, so if that's the case then, um, is having expectations bad? I would say no. Having expectation in general is not bad. Because expectations allows you to be excited. It allows you to look forward to something. It allows you it, it allows your mind to wander off in places that you haven't really explored yet. And this expectation is it shares boundaries with daydreams and the boundaries really thin because your daydreams can turn into expectations. You know, like um, when when you meet somebody and you expect that you're going to end up with this person. Um, usually those kinds of expectations, they happen inside the daydream because you can picture this person with you until the end of time. And thus, now your brain would start believing that it may come true, it may happen, and then it will become an expectation. Somehow, when you pray, somehow when you exercise manifestation it's an expectation but an expectation that is directed towards something more realistic because prayer and manifestation as i read through them they wouldn't really happen if they're not really in line with you that's exactly what i hear from a lot of people talking about them well prayer is exactly how I understand prayer. So if I'm not working to become a singer and then I keep on praying every night that I become a singer, um, that right there is already an unrealistic expectation that I have for myself. I don't even, I don't go to, um, to people who are good in singing I don't get feedback I don't get criticisms I don't have any means or resources to be good at it um, and I don't make time to make those resources come true as well so that is already an unrealistic expectation I, I don't think anyone would would give you that I don't think the universe would give you that so where do we get these expectations from? How do we form them? It's really the collective media that we had been consuming for years. And of course, the stories. Now, let's not get into relationships yet. Let's just get to that example. 
you know when we when we see celebrities their stories are already filtered i won't say fabricated because it's it's the same story that they have probably it was just filtered it was filtered to sound like a fairy tale it was filtered to sound like a daydream and that this is something that you can also achieve like for example oh you know what i i was never really into singing i wasn't i did not take up any classes when i was young um, my parents never wanted me to to listen to music blah 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 i honestly wouldn't pick that up and believe it because how can you have a good tone if you haven't heard music that much right so somewhere there it probably is their parents might have asked them not to listen to music but maybe not in its entirety maybe they were only allowed to listen to a certain genre but it's not music in its entirety oh i never really went to um to study voice or whatever but their parents taught them how to sing and how to appreciate certain kinds of music because even if it's classical you would still have a good tone if you were practiced so it isn't true but anyway they sell it they sell it for the drama and we buy it so that would be collective media that we consume collective media that we eat up and since these are perceived by the senses well actually it's just perceived by your eyes and your ears um you'd start believing that it can happen and thus this is where we get those expectations and this is how we form those expectations they will sleep inside our brain all of those ideas all of those stories will sleep in our brain and one day they will wake up bugging you and telling you that this is how things should be and not only that we like making rules again not because it worked for somebody else does it mean that it would work for you you have a different story to tell and you have a different life to live um, you can try it out but don't be frustrated if it doesn't work for you you're not alone maybe somebody else tried it i know somebody else tried it and it also didn't work for them and it's okay they're still okay you don't need to panic or stress out about it okay now why are we going to be talking about expectation versus reality lee i'm still very in love at this point in time you know um i think everything is going well i don't want to talk about these things they make me sad they make me think of negative things no 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 no. they shouldn't really make you think of negative things because these are things that would come up in your relationship later on so having this straightened out now would be good and you don't straighten it up for the other person you straight it up for yourself so at this point go pause the recording go pause this podcast and get yourself a pen and paper yes i love writing and yes i like pen and paper writing still has a different effect 
in your brain than typing. But if you like typing, go ahead, pause, go, go get a notepad or a OneNote, and then type in um, the things that we need to think about. Pause the podcast and and really write this down. One way to deal with this is to really know what your realistic and unrealistic expectations are. Realistic expectations are healthy. But even though they're healthy, it doesn't mean that you don't have to talk about it with the person that you're going to get into a relationship with. See, realistic expectations, if we take the definition that we created for reality, that it's perceived by the senses and it's what we experience, then realistic expectations will be experiences that both of you can give realistic expectations will be experiences that both of you can agree they can happen. Unrealistic expectations then would become expectations that are not achievable by one of the parties. So what what, what are the examples of realistic and unrealistic expectations? Okay. Honesty, right? It's it's a non-negotiable, technically. Um, I think every relationship, no, I know that every relationship needs a level of honesty into that. What is the realistic expectation that you have with honesty? That your significant other will be talking about their feelings and telling you how do they feel, um, telling you what's happening in their lives and just really involving you in in decisions that they make. Unrealistic is that they will involve you in every decision that they will make. Some of these decisions, they will have to make themselves. They will tell you that's realistic. They will tell you or they can tell you, they may tell you but it doesn't mean that they're asking you to decide for them. That's the unrealistic part. The you deciding for them. Honesty. Still with honesty. They would be honest about their past relationships with you. Sure. They would be honest with the people that they are friends with. Sure. They would be honest in what their family um, thinks of you. Sure. Unrealistic they would go into every single detail of these experiences. Like every single detail that they had with an ex-girlfriend or an ex-boyfriend or every single detail that they talk about with their circle of friends or with their family. That's unrealistic. Because the reality is you and the other person are two separate individuals. So the realistic portion between the two of you would be your relationship. That's your little space over there. And even if you have a a space where both of you can go together, the realistic, ex, um, the realistic expectation is you still need space outside of that to grow individually as persons. 
I know, Lee, you sound so unromantic right now. Well, you know, reality is uncomfortable. That's because we always think that it kills the romance. Now, I'll leave you to think about this before we go on any further. I think that once you embrace reality, you start to experience unfiltered feelings. If daydreaming is looking from a rose-colored glass, if expect unrealistic expectation and fairy tale would be coming from that point of view, then being realistic means you remove that filter of a rose-colored glass because not everything is in pink or in old rose or in red. The truth is, when you experience the world, it would come in a lot of different colors. And so, once you embrace reality, you will start to experience unfiltered feelings, which can really be overwhelming. Because now, you're standing on your own. You're standing on your ground of reality and not on something that you've read or heard or a rule or whatever it is that gave as these expectations in the first place. I don't know if that even makes sense. But the best thing to do now is to find out what really is realistic and unrealistic. Of all your expectations, you can write it down and then put on a column of what makes it realistic and what is unrealistic. Based from the definition of our reality right now that it's perceived by the senses, then your realistic expectation should be uh, something that can be perceived by the senses for both of you. And unrealistic would be something that is only perceived by one person. At the end of the day, what's important is you and the other person are clear about this. This is where you would be able to see boundaries and limitations. I'm not saying that right after this podcast, you go to your special someone and tell them about it. No, it will take time. And maybe you can take one thing at a time as well. And without those filters of expectations that we have, you're going to be experiencing something new. So one example, the truth is, and in reality, we don't know what the other person thinks. And if you embrace that reality, your realistic expectation now would be, when I ask, I will get an answer. And the unrealistic is, that person can read my mind. So if I'm not comfortable with what he or she's doing, they would stop. Now that makes you, by embracing reality, that we don't know what's going on inside our brains, we are becoming more um, considerate 
without really knowing that we are being considerate. But it is. You're already considering what they might feel, what they might think. And so I will ask politely. Their reality in asking your question, as we've mentioned in the last episode, is that you will have preferred answers, but not necessarily the right answer. The realistic portion is you have preferred answer. The unrealistic expectations is that your answers are correct. So if you think about that and you ask the question, real curiosity would come out. And the other person would hear that, that you're really curious about why they think that way or why is their opinion that way. And it would allow for you to be able to know more about the other person realistically. You will be able to reach more to that person because now you are very much interested. You're not trying because you suddenly are just by accepting that you don't know what they think. Okay. Another one would be, you love me forever. I know it's romantic and I've heard this and I'm still hearing it. Honestly, it's fun to hear about it. But I guess it comes with age and it comes with experience. That now I am realizing that reality is love changes. Could be now it's romantic love later on it will be something different also you can love people even if you're attached to somebody else because love is different for different people in your life it's not just completely romantic and so I am happy to hear that he or she is committed but it doesn't mean that it is reality does it bother me no not anymore and so that's why i told you on the onset if you tell my younger self if i tell my younger self this she would be laughing and debating me in all different levels but now It doesn't really bother me anymore because I've accepted that love will evolve. It will change. But if they choose to be with me or he chooses to be with me every day, I think that's what matters. Whatever level of love he may have for me. The relationship, anyway not just the romantic love that you feel now it will evolve into a deeper kind of love but before it does that you will have to choose each other every single day whether you have realistic or unrealistic expectations see Um, this is exactly my point when I say once you embrace reality 
you will have unfiltered feelings. You will have raw and powerful emotions. At the start, can be overwhelming. But something that is still romantic, it still has that magic. So it's not true that reality kills romance. It's not. In fact, it allows you to experience something raw and something powerful. There are so many other things that you can think of, but uh, now what you can do is to just really write down your unrealistic and realistic expectations. And you may or may not work with it with your partner if you have one if you don't have one then that's the best time to work on it because now you can scrap what you can expect and what you don't need from that list and when you start dating somebody else and having all of these expectations set straight i think the conversation of of what i'm expecting out of this relationship would be a lot better and we would be a lot more honest with each other now i'm not teaching you how to make your relationship last i'm just simply introducing some ideas that may change your mind and that may help you i don't know evolve our your understanding of relationships it may not be the right idea for you if it's not then still thank you for listening to it at least you've heard one and then now you can go exploring more and comparing the ideas that you've learned that's how we grow which is really a beautiful process all right so um i don't know if i'll ever get back to tuesday but hoping that i'll ever get back to tuesday so whatever you're doing wherever you are thank you so much for listening um have a happy hump day because it's a wednesday and have a happy rest of your week i'll see you in the next episode stay safe hey stranger This isn't a one-way conversation, so join me and let me know what you think. Send me an email at linotegami at gmail.com. That's L-I-N-O-T-E-G-A-M-I at gmail.com. Let's be updated with each other's lives and follow each other on Instagram. Look for at LilithStar or L-I-L-I-T-H-S-T-R. Let me know if you like our discussions and if you like the show, so please do rate, leave a rating on your favorite streaming for the show. I'd love to hear from you in any way. Stranger, thank you so much for listening. Please keep healthy and see you on the next episode. My name is Lee and this is Decapitated Thoughts.